0: Hey guys, how you doing? My name is Nina and welcome back to Anecdotes by Nin. Now for this topic, I want to talk about how we view our past mistakes, especially when it comes to relationship. Do you look at it as, you know, you want to talk bad about your exes? I mean, most of the time we, we kind of blame them, but do you look at it? as something that you are willing to work on because you see at the end of the day that relationship is about two people and it takes two to make it work however yes of course sometimes sometimes it's our part and sometimes it's not sometimes it's their fault but for how long are you going to hold on to these kinds of things how long are you going to be blaming people for what they did to you? People are going to be people. Like I said on my previous episodes before, let them just be. The more you let people be. Now, wait, before I go on with this, I'm telling myself this because, because in the past, I've hold on to People's words, what they say, their promises, what they, you know, when they don't take accountability for their actions, I hold on to everything. And, and it made me miserable. So, this is where I start to look at things in a different perspective. Of course, of course, I, I do have, you know, I do stumble once in a while, because after all, we're human and we do make mistakes. It's impossible to live your life without making any mistakes. You will. You will make mistakes along the way. Doesn't matter what age you are. You're going life is a test and you're going to go through multiple tests until you understand yourself. It's not about it's not necessarily about people, you see. When you hold on to that thought of people not treating you right, it's time to look within. Because you see, people will treat you how you treat yourself, number one. And people will treat you to the extent how you respect yourself. You see, what you allow... If you allow them to step all over you because you are a people-pleaser, then you will continuously attract people who will walk all over you, take advantage of you because at the end of the day, it's you. It is you that needs to stop this. It is you that needs to respect yourself. It is you that needs to have boundaries. It's okay if they leave. Because people will leave. And, and see, that's the thing. We tend to hold on to people so much that we lose ourselves. And I don't think a lot of us understand the importance of finding yourself, of understanding yourself. It's okay if you're alone. It's okay if you lose friends. Because, you see, that's, that will diminish all your depression your anxiety will disappear because you see a lot of people who are people pleasers tend to have all this you know depression and anxiety because you you just want to make people happy you just want to you just want people to like you but at the end of the day it's you that's suffering and of course when you think about yourself when you do things for yourself when you have boundaries, you're you're gonna feel lonely. (laughs) You're gonna feel lonely but it's not in a bad way once you actually accept yourself. Because you see, there's only you, there's only one person like you and you know billions and billions of people around the world there's only one you and if you don't appreciate yourself your authenticity your boundaries no one else will it is one of the most difficult life lessons is to genuinely learn about yourself what is your trigger and to understand that is for you to dive deep into your thoughts into your internal state like where, where have I been in the past where am I going in the future what works for me what doesn't work for me what are my bunch because you see I get this a lot people asking me What do you mean by boundaries? What's what's a boundary? My boundary is totally different than yours. That's something you got to figure out but to me one of the most important thing is to understand your inner child wound. I know a lot of people have heard about this but never really do research about it. I urge you, for those who want to understand about yourself, I mean, go get, go see a therapist, go get counseling, because you know, at least, at least try for the first time, the first trial. Go and see a therapist and see what what you can find. You will be surprised. But I'm telling you. Healing is not for everyone. (laughs) Not everyone. You see, there's a lot of workaholics, there's a lot of people who, you know, will do workout and eat healthy food. But when it comes to really healing your inner child wound, actually that is the base of everything in your life. Your thought process, your behavior, your reactions towards you're, you know how you react towards certain situations, the, that is the main core before you even eat a salad. A lot of people don't understand it and they think that, oh, I'm such a healthy person, you know, I, I live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, but what about your wound though? Because even if you're fit, even if you're fit and you know, you don't have any depression or whatever, but... If you have a wound or unmet needs that you never attend to or you just sweep it under the carpet, it will come and bite you in the tooth and ass. Yeah. Because everything that we do, that is the root cause of it. And once you understand that, because healing takes a lot of time to process things first of all is to understand the root of how you want to be loved and you know because you see w- yes we we go through heartbreaks and you know sometimes it is their fault because for treating you like but see that's where they they're not working on their trauma as well and once you're working on healing on finding your own inner child wound and working on it when you look at other people i'm sorry to say it's not about judging but you kind of judge you're not judge but you observe people and how they what are their triggers and then you see oh, okay that's like abandonment <laughs> okay he's got abandonment issues you know and then you see you know oh she's got daddy issues she's got, she's got a father wound <laughs> i mean you're not really Really, you go around it's not about judging, but it's kind of like observing. You say it to yourself like okay, I understand that pattern. I've I've done that, which is you no, know, it can be a good or a bad thing, but I try to keep it to myself. But it's 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 a lot of observing people. When you observe people, it's also about learning about yourself. Do I have these traits? Do I have does this thing trigger? Because you see triggers it does not work for everyone some people are just great at deflecting whatever emotions they're just great at suppressing emotions and they don't even realize that it's you know it's boiling inside and one day it's just gonna snap we don't want that we don't want to snap for no reason and we don't we don't also want to cry nonstop. I mean, (laughs) we want to process our emotions in a way that, you know, I used to want to decipher my emotions. I I used to want to understand why, why do I feel this? What is it? Where is it coming from? And I tend to get annoyed and agitated if I don't understand where it's coming. You see, because those are emotions that's been pent up like 10 years, 12 years, even 20 years ago. When you were a child You know um, And we don't, we don't know how to First of all, journaling helps Not for everyone But it does for beginners Just write whatever that's in your mind Whatever that's in your mind If you're angry, if you're happy Well, start, start off with a gratitude journal Like every day when you wake up write down the three things that you're grateful for as small as i'm grateful for my fingers because there are people that don't have fingers you know until it comes to a point that you have nothing to like oh my god i'm running out of things that i'm grateful for yeah it sounds weird But you will get to the point where every day you list down these three things that I'm grateful for, that I'm done. It's not about being done about grateful, but that is how you look at things. And then you start the process of finding out the emotions. I, I, I tend to, don't label emotions because if you feel like crying, cry. Listen to a song Whatever that you You know Because sometimes Like for me I have this thing When I break up With a boyfriend With a partner Right I I don't feel anything <laughs> I don't know Why I'm wired Like that um, I, I really don't I mean Okay yeah. I would be lying If I say like Immediately I would I would feel Sometimes I also Understand that I tend to self-sabotage before, before things happen. Because, I you know, see, even me talking about my feelings, it, it gets uncomfortable. But I'm trying. Because I do, like, even before, I was, like, wondering, if things are going well, why do I feel like it won't it's because of that inner child wound, that abandonment issue of you know not being good enough and people will leave you. but sometimes it's you when you look at that and you look at the wound and say, "I'm fine. It's okay. It's not that I'm good enough and, and this is where affirmations come in i'm beautiful i'm intelligent i'm compassionate i'm generous i'm kind i'm beautiful like you know you you say that it's not about being cocky it's about being confident of yourself i know a lot of people say what are you talking about i'm not gonna talk in the front of the mirror or just do it's like you hyping up a friend when your friend is feeling down right hey hey how do you hey what's up like you know what's wrong with you oh i feel down hey you know what you're one of the best people i've ever met in my entire life you are so motivating you're so generous you you have such a pure heart these are the things what you say to your friends why not say it to yourself try it it's like when you talk to plants, I mean not in a crazy way, <laughs> but you will see the plant growing. When it when I say healing, a lot of people say oh she oh you're into healing. It's like a trend. It's not like a, a trendy thing that you can hashtag on TikTok or whatever. It's more of observing. To me, when people ask me what is healing to you, it's observing. It's observing every little detail. Putting yourself in a situation, also, also it's like like as if there's a third person looking outside. Even, even if it's you that you're observing, look at yourself as another person. Why am I reacting this way? But of course, of course, this doesn't come immediately. Especially when you're emotionally reactive. When you're angry, especially, (laughs) anger does not love me. (laughs) Anger does not love me, and I do not love anger as well. But it is part of us. Emotions come and go. Let it come. Let it go. You cannot, when you feel angry, don't keep it inside and say, screw it, I'm done. You know, I, I tend to say like, okay, once I'm done with my my breakup, I'm done, I'm going to move. Yeah, most of the time. But that for one and two weeks, now I just let myself cry. And if you actually observe why you're crying. Now, the difference between me when I was a teenager crying when I break, broke up with a boyfriend and a recent one when I cry it is it is more of you looking at that child that was either abandoned or that child that didn't meet their needs and you you understand why then you can see the pattern then you can do something about it because you, you don't want to go on this repetitive cycle of vicious, toxic cycle of not only cr- just giving anxiety for yourself, you know, and self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging yourself and blaming people for hurting you, when in reality, it's you that's hurting yourself. Everything around you starts off with you. And how you look at things, how you feel toward things, and it took me a very long time to get here. <laughs> and you see, another thing I realized is that once I started to have my podcast, yes, yes, I get I get hit on a lot by guys. I mean, you know, I don't blame them. Um, it's not about being cocky, but you you see this is me being my true authentic self i was never like this at all and you either will attract the right person the right type of people that is either healing themselves or you know just curious about it and wanting to heal but have no, no way to go about it or You know, they just want to listen and trying to understand. It's about, a lot of people are just intrigued with anecdotes by NIN. Because I talk about the middle part of process. The thing that's awkward to talk about. The thing that, the stigma, the taboo things, you know. Because I know a lot of people want help. Or, you know, indirectly, they need help. They want help, but they don't know how to, and they just—they use def- um, humor as defense mechanism and and whatnot. I use humor as defense mechanism as well, you know. And I—I've learned that I had to stumble and fall and fail and get rejected until I finally understand. That is why I reacted that way and it's not gonna be easy because you're gonna start to you know categorize <laughs> categorize certain people it's not a bad thing and it's not a bad thing because you see you 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 strat. it's not about strategy but you categorize your circle the people that you meet is this people going to be good for my mental health that is the first thing that I say to myself. Because when I want to get married, I want to feel safe. And in order for me to feel safe, I need to be safe for him as well. I need to have to be open. Because before, if you realize the relations, relationships or marriage you were in before, you probably were just, you know, walking on eggshells. You probably had, you know, two faces or a facade to show off that I'm a perfect wife or husband. But in reality, you're struggling with your trauma and you just don't talk about it with your partner. Doesn't work that way. And it's not going to be easy finding people that it's not about throwing your trauma to these people, but it's more of sharing why You have insecurities. And and you got to understand, when you share about your trauma and your pain and your triggers, it does not mean that you're going to allow or you're going to expect your partner to heal you. It doesn't work that way. Because they got their own stuff to handle. But once you be open about it, Hey, I got stuff I'm working on right now. And I know you do too. It will be great if whenever either one of us is triggered to, you know, have some time to say, hey, I need time to digest this. I, I need time to process this and I'll get back to you tomorrow. Don't ghost them. Don't run away and not tell them where you are. If you need to compose yourself, go. But come back in an hour or, you know, you gotta find way, like can we talk about this tomorrow at this time So like set a time because it is important to the both of you to actually do not sweep it under the carpet do not suppress those emotions talk you need to talk when you're rational when you have no you know you don't have any ill feelings towards each other the worst thing when you when you fight with your partner is to throw your trauma to them name calling shaming them and blaming them that is where divorce happens that is where you know piles of suppressed emotions happen and then you burst and then anger and then abuse this is all piled up stored up trauma and when you get the chance to talk I mean, it is never easy to have a conversation And not everyone Even from myself If you think that, oh Nina, you know You're um, very articulate with your feelings No, when I'm triggered Sometimes it's very hard to compose myself And, you know, when you, when you start to heal You're gonna feel like no one understands you But it's okay because if you live your life before as a people pleaser, always looking and taking care of others' needs, making sure that they're safe, they're okay, but you don't feel safe and you don't feel okay and people just leave you, after a while, you're going to be burned out. You're going to be depressed. You're going to, you know it's not going to be a healthy life for you so have that time for yourself that's why it's to me it's crucial to spend time on your own to have that me time for yourself and not not about like you know have that conversation with yourself not like a crazy person <laughs> but have conversations with yourself why do I feel like that? Why was I triggered? What was it that, you know, do I, was I really mad at him? Yeah, of course, sometimes they do stuff and it's, you know, but you can't expect people to make you happy. You can't expect people to, you know, keep their promises. A lot of people don't, but keep that promise to yourself. Keep that promise to yourself that I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm going to do better tomorrow. And once you do that, whatever that happens to you, your past, you will not go back and look back and start blaming people anymore. The people, like for me, when I say it's either the right person who is... ...who actually is on the same journey that's aligned with me... ...will be attracted to me with by listening to my podcast... ...or I will just repel weak men. <laughs> you know, men who are very insecure... ...who's never worked on their trauma... ...or never met a therapist... ...or guys who just seek validation for, from every woman... ...and you know, just a shitty person... Those people will just leave. And that is the best thing. You know what? I don't even feel bad if I get rejected now. I don't even feel... Because you see, it's if you look at it, like I said, observing. When you look at things, it is such a blessing these people leave. Rather than I waste my time being being in a relationship or married to them for three to five years and i'm not happy and they don't accept me for who i am i can't be myself i'm not gonna go through that i mean i'm not saying that marriage is going to be perfect but at least the foundation of it is there and i i'm telling you healing is observing so observe yourself first before even considering about other people. Do not think about your crush <laughs> think about why am I attracted to him yeah, that's something you should is is he a repeated pattern like my previous uh, episode? Do that do that. Have that conversation with you. have time for yourself and let me know how what. You know, how does it feel for you? I can guarantee it it will... Honestly, it will be either exhausting in the beginning or... you, You probably feel a bit weird. But after a while, you'll feel so good that you know yourself. And then... Everything else around you, your environment, this your circle, the people that they will come automatically and I can guarantee you that. Trust me, I'm I'm there. <laughs> I'm not you know I'm not there there, but I'm in that phase right now. They either leave drop like flies or they stay and they stay for good. So do that. Do that for you, all right? I hope it's, it's a good one for you. I hope it's something that's beneficial for you. And I hope you find peace within you. Alright? I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again, guys. Oh, by the way, don't forget to give a review and rating on my podcast. Uh, you can find it on the page of my episode. Um, also, please leave a... You know, I have a poll and questions You can leave your questions there I would love to hear from you You can even send a voice note Um, I promise you no one else is going to hear it but me And we can have a conversation Also, don't forget to follow my social media It's uh, Nin Khalil on TikTok And Anecdotes by Nin on Instagram All right? I wish you well. I wish you um uh, uh I wish you would find yourself, all right? Take care guys and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.